We Talk Games Arcade Weekly, an arcade review show brought to you each Monday free of charge from your friends over at WeTalkGames.com. I'm your host, Kyle Von Kubik. I'm joined with Chris, and guess what? It's Schmuptember. Pew, 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 pew. I feel like Keith is more enthusiastic about the pew pews. I gotta be honest, too. Kind of tired of the gimmick months. I want a year without months. We've done a lot this year. I already have trouble with time as it is, so really that would be pretty optimal on a lot of fronts. Yeah. (laughs) Summer of Stink, Mario, Holiday Haymakers. It's been a lot. It's been a lot this past year. I'm tuckered out. I'm a little tuckered out by this game, too. I did stay up. Uh, late playing this game almost to completion. Uh, this almost. week we're talking almost. We're talking arc area or area if you don't know how to say the word yes. area. <laughs> yes. Put out by uh, our pals UPL, who also put out Penguin Wars. If you want to listen to that, go to wetalkgames.com slash in the can. You can also search any other universal title because UPL and Universal are the same company. Hence the U. Yes, and the PL is something else. Universal Play Unlimited or something? I don't know. It probably makes sense in Japanese, the abbreviation. This, of course, being Shmuptember, is a shooter game. You shoot. Yeah. In an area. Arcs yes. aren't really involved so much. There are no arcs happening. There are There's triangles. No... I love the logo for this game. I just want to say that the, because everything is triangles. There's Yes, there's a lot of geometry floating around, and while uh, there is no Nazi face melting like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, there are moments of which this game does melt. All right, Chris, we're sharing a document, so you know what my notes are, I know what your notes are. I'm going to give my plot for this game. If you have a better plot, uh, you can give yours afterwards, but uh, my plot for arc area is you pilot your sluggish ship across 24 desktop patterns while both stuff and things try to kill you that's pretty accurate i'm basically i'd say why are we here i don't know let's shoot stuff yeah that could could be a lot of shooter games i'm not gonna lie but there's they give you no reason to figure what the heck is going on you just kind of you're there Things are trying to kill you. Don't let them. And uh, your ship sucks. It's cute, I- but it's garbage. It's like a small two-door coupe that has seen better days. It's like the, it's it, a shitty version of the Fantasy Zone ship. Yeah. My initial reaction when I first fired it up, it looked like um, Stinger or, um, well, Twinbee. Uh, yeah, the top-down okay. stages. And, and, like, the second ship especially. And it's, this two, second-player ship looks cooler. It's yes, got, like, it a ring around it instead of just shitty little missile fins. It's, I feel I feel hosed. I feel a little betrayed <laughs> here. Yeah, I had high hopes for this game. I think you did, too. It was okay. Uh, you, you picked it up off the list. Screenshots would uh, lead you to believe that this would be similar to Sinistar, 1983 by Williams, because it's got this open space... 
uh, albeit very small, multi-directional shooting happening, which is similar to Sinistar, but Sinistar is so much better than this. Yeah, and Um, there's one background that I'm like, this is straight out of Sinistar. This is Sinistar. I think it'll. It's one of the. I think it's the only stage that it might not even repeat more than once. Which stage is that? Do you remember the there, number? There, I don't remember the number. I know it's yeah. within the first dozen. It's a black background, and there's some lines and stars instead of like purple pipes or red balloons. Yeah, it totally. Heart they stars, totally clovers, look like you know. No, it's <laughs> Windows it, three point one desktop patterns. <laughs> yeah, this sure. is this is uh, screensavers for days, except minus the animation. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it gave me notes of the After Dark screensavers, the flying toasters, although less frames of animation, both in its presentation with the backgrounds as well as the enemies that you're destroying. Uh, there are moments in the game that are satisfying when you get the power-ups, but you lose those power-ups very quickly. Yeah, and uh, like there were times I wasn't sure you'll get 10,000 points off like a boss drop and then not have any power up for it on the next stage. I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. I hate my life. (laughs) I need this. Yes. There's limited ammunition with the power ups. This game, and maybe you'll agree with this. It reminds me of a lot of like a Sega master system type game. I had a friend when I was a child, Steve, who was the Sega kid. So while I was kicking around with my Atari 2600 and everybody else had a Nintendo entertainment system, Steve had a fucking master system. He was that weird kid. And we'd go over to his house and we'd play his master system and the games were they just seemed different. You know, my games were old, but his games were different. And, uh, Arc area definitely feels like that sort of MS-DOS, Amiga, Master System game. Something you'd see on Nick Arcade, but like never play in real life. Yeah, it was peculiar. I like I'd I'd never seen this in the wild before, so that was definitely the visual representation. There's shades of what would come later down the line with yeah, you know, pseudo 3D, just the way the sprites were uh, shaded and whatnot. Right. It's funny because there's a lot of moments within the game that I see like a foundation for something, but it doesn't build on that foundation. It doesn't get any better than what it is. And a lot of points of the game are very underwhelming. But let's talk about the making mechanics of this this title. Some games that are similar to it, or at least it took its inspiration from. Again, we're talking about Universal. And in the past, I've talked about how Universal would take the ideas of a different game and build upon it. I think, for the most part, like I already touched on, the idea or the the thread that they built upon for this game was Sinistar, 1983, by Williams. But there are a couple other games in there as well. Why don't you run down the making mechanics? Well, 1982, you got Time Pilot, similar movement, sure. uh, a little less free because mm-hmm. of uh, the way uh, you move the ship, uh, you move around, it's basically a a twin stick shooter, but with one stick. Uh, you've yeah. got the uh, directional shift. It's similar to uh, Chalnov, which you can listen to the review of on... WeTalkGames.com slash in the can. Thank you. Where, you, like, in that one, you could turn around. This one, you have to hit a button and then tap the stick to change your direction. But then yeah. And then it locks you into that position while you shoot, which is kind of cool, but also very annoying at times because it's a little touchy... Won't always lock it properly. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that control scheme if 
there was a better mechanic with how the enemies interacted with the environment and you on the stage. Like I, I found a lot of my deaths were trying to navigate the controls because the enemies move a lot faster than you and you'll be pointing the wrong direction. So you're trying to switch to the right direction while also dodging massive enemies that are 20, 30 times the size of your ship that are just darting from corner to corner of the area. But like you said, with Time Pilot, the area was a lot bigger and the ships were about the same size as you. This area is smaller and the ships, even the small baddies, are still bigger than you. At least four times bigger than you. Some of them, like there's some that are on oh, par yeah, size. There's the little orbs, yeah. but they're also it, lobbing like the little little ones are lobbing so many bullets, missiles, uh, the ring dings. Everything is just <laughs> the ho hos, the devil dogs. Yeah, there's there were ones that look like devil dogs, and it's just yes. it's, it's a goddamn nightmare. It they all have different patterns and behaviors that you can kind of figure out, but once their initial uh, arrival pattern shows up, they've got the whole wave style. Uh, approaches that a lot of shooters have yeah. nowadays like you saw with galaga with the galactic space dancing i didn't put that in our making mechanics because i felt like galaga had a better structure to that pattern uh, yeah, than this game did but you do see it you see the enemies come onto the screen almost like a snafu situation uh, with some of them where it's this snake of enemies that are looping around and you have to sort of mitigate your way through them yeah and they'll do, but they'll do a little they'll dance for a little bit and then they're just effing everywhere and their bullets right. are everywhere they just kind of they, they do have slightly individualized behaviors like certain ones will keep a certain distance or try to juke you in a different way than mm-hmm. others like if you play geometry wars you've seen the right. same thing but you know modern day it's it's take a drink every a time stick. we mention geometry wars take a drink <laughs> but it turns into a cluster f if you don't clean up at least half the screen knows they're coming in yeah and yeah. um we another making mechanic kind of goes without mentioning what we're going to mention anyway uh nova 2001 1984 this is the game that game's uh prequel right um i also put down arkanoid uh solely for the abstract presentation of the backgrounds and enemies although i think arkanoid is a lot more polished in that art direction than this oh yeah i got like there's little to no unity you've got fish like uh ship designs like out of darius or something Mm. what a lot of people were doing that by that i don't know if darius was out yet sorry i didn't check the date on that but um that series is always his giant fish bosses uh there were some some of those they look like fish to me they're a little i see that as well it's much simpler geometry but like Especially the first couple of uh, bosses you fight, they look like goldfish, the smaller guys. Yeah. Or betta fish. And eventually it moves on to crosses and, and that goddamn, I call them the supper dish, the really huge one that's at least two-fifths of the screen size-wise and you you need to dodge around like a mofo. It's Yeah, the, the enemies in this game are crazy in their erratic behavior as well as what they look like. Yeah, yeah. What's, I, up, what's with the, up with like... The cute space mouse taper things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you always get like a three-pack of them. They only show up like twice. Right. And, oh, they, I don't know. There's the snail ones. Uh, well, the Nautiluses, I guess. What else is there? There's. The We're putting of- a lot of imagination behind these things. These things are extremely abstract. Looking. Yeah. You got triangles with balls. You got balls with balls. Yes. It's- Lots of balls flying around the screen. What helps this game a little bit is that it is a two-player co-op. 
So you can navigate the area a little bit better with the second player. And as Chris touched on, the second player ship is cooler than the first player ship. And I don't know why, but I felt the same way as well. Just that little added ring around it made it look cooler for some reason. Rings are um, cool. But they, they behave the same way. And there are power-ups that you can collect. And those were the very satisfying points of the game. When you collect those power-ups and there's like this... And again, we're interpreting these abstract things happening. But like you're shooting rainbow lasers at things. that, And there's another power-up where shurikens are spreading from the center of you, creating like a, uh, a blast radius or a shield around you so you could take out enemies. Those are the points of the game that I really enjoyed, but they were so short-lived. And it was also, it's hard to tell what those power-ups are, because I think there's maybe, there's definitely two, maybe three colors of pills, or yeah. whatever you want to call them. Another Arkanoid reference there. Yeah, they're green or yellow, and um, like, oh, I got a rapid fire, oh, I got the straight laser, but it's a crapshoot, basically. Right, yeah. They're all good, they'll all save your bacon, and they will tear bosses apart, but... Um, yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's hard to hang on to them, sure. And especially like if you don't know what you're getting, like if you're surrounded and you're hoping for the uh, balls of bouncing and you get one of the straight shooters, a.k.a. any of the other ones, you're like, oh, well, that was a fun two seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the, the worst is when you see that pill on the screen and you're just trying to get over there and you're pointed in the wrong direction again because this is a twin stick shooter where some asshole took the other stick away and put a button. You're trying to navigate your way over to that pill to get that power up because you have that lame shot and somebody bites your butt and you're done. Yeah. Uh, and then the worst is each time you die, your score goes back to zero. Yeah, and you have, oh, if you die and run out of ships, you have all of five seconds to punch back in instead of nine or ten, the standard. Yes. So, Although I think if you keep tapping the fire button, it will bring you back in instead of counting you out. Like, I think that happened to me once. So I just kept hitting that credit button because yeah, I, I yeah. wanted to get to the end. But then I got to a point where I'm just like, I've, I've kind of had enough of this. And I don't want people to think that I'm disparaging on this game. We've talked about a lot of shooters in the past. This game, and I'm going to spoil my one-sentence review, but this game is remarkable for how unremarkable it is. And especially from Universal. Like... Again, here's a company, and maybe by the time they were UPL, they weren't doing this. But Penguin Wars was a creative-type game. This, I don't feel like, was as creative. I mean, we've touched on the graphical presentation a lot, and it feels like they're, instead of building upon a foundation, they're just sort of biting from other things that were around at the time, whether it be Darius or Arkanoid or Sinistar. To me, this really felt like someone's senior project from the Dave School of video game making. Um, where it's just enough to be an arcade game. Oh, yeah. you know what? I feel like, I just thought of this, and maybe you'll agree, this feels like somebody trying to make a Williams space shooter. Yeah, but they added nothing. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, they did. They added those stupid desktop patterns that are very distracting and muddle everything on the screen. I would have much preferred there just being black open space than the heart stars, rainbows, horseshoes, and blue moons, like you said. Yeah, to be fair, they had simpler backgrounds in Nova 2001, but the, the my big thing was that they're just too bright. You need to mute that a little bit. So it, A, it looks more of the background, you can see what the hell is going on on top of it. 
Right. It wasn't so bad on say the like the islands stage or um like there's one a couple that look like a couple different colors of generic land with you know here's mm-hmm. some, there's some, there's a couple crevasses here oh that's nice that's great yeah those those weren't too bad to deal with but you got the pipe levels or outside a space station it's not you know there's only like two lines there and some glowy window airlock bits to designated right. a space station i'm just guessing uh, again there's a lot of interpretation yeah, yeah. It's, those ones You'll have a bajillion dudes, and a lot of them, in some cases, are the same color as what you're fighting on, or close to it, and it's just like, I don't know what's going on. No. I need a nap. Yeah, well, and that's what's funny, too. After you complete each stage, it's very underwhelming, even though it tries to get a little more upbeat with its music and flashy text. Yeah, there's and it like, really loves that flashy text. Oh yeah, there's like th- there's like three songs. There's one. There's, there's a couple that are good, and the, like the one of those two is it's my jam now. It's amazing. Yeah, I didn't mind the music at all. Actually, I liked it for what it was, even though it was repetitive. And a lot of things were repetitive in this game. I believe you start seeing the same enemies by like the third stage. But that aside, the music worked for the game and work would work for any space shooter. It was. It was above competent, I would say. I agree with you. It was it was good. Yeah. Oh, and the speed of the rep- repetition, they never... There's a few stages that feel like they turn into boss rush- rushes where you'll have to fight, like, three or four of the bosses in a row, and they don't warn you. And there's it's no real... Right. It doesn't really correlate with any set number of levels either. Like, it's not on the fives or anything, or the fours no. or the eights. It's just, oh, hi, uh, here's six dudes. Six very yeah. large dudes. Around the halfway point of this game, you start to see how very cheap it becomes with how, for whatever reason, between the levels, you see this spiral map that you're going across, and you're going to some sort of nuclear atom at the center of the screen. I think it was supposed to be a wormhole, because when you go... Oh, it certainly was at the end. (laughs) Yeah, when when you hit it, you loop back around to, I don't know if it's supposed to be a new area or whatever, but basically it just loops the levels again. Yeah. So each, all the all the area numbers stay the same on the map. It just says twenty four when it drops you back in again. Yeah. You do get an I, ending screen, but after that, right? Well, we'll talk about that soon uh, enough. We're both biting at the bit at that one. I saw that last night. I was like, oh, I cannot wait to discuss this weirdness. Uh, that's great. Um, but before we get to that weirdness, so did you play the game to completion? Yes. Okay. Well, so at least you more one cycle, I should say. All right. So. Um, it's a good thing neither of us are epileptic. Yeah. Because if we were, holy shit, there would be no show this week. We would be in the hospital. Um, the final stage, as I briefly mentioned at the top of the show, decides that it's going to do the melty screen. You beat Solitaire and the cards are bouncing all over the place. Yeah, but for everything. For er- yeah, exactly. It did that to me that effect is happening on everything. Background enemies you shots yeah it's basically prey and spray at that point it did that to be a level 16 i think too it was i think it's one specific background does not play well with the emulation i don't know if that's intentional i doubt that happens in the cabinet but if it does feel free to correct me it was yeah uh, please do we wouldn't know because this was a japanese only release yeah and it was also probably a limited release because this game again is pretty unremarkable <laughs> yep so, Chris, what would you improve on this this title? Like, if you were to uh, jazz up Arc Area, 
What were the things that you would fix? Uh, like more responsive uh, stick, well, directional shifting, or you know, add a couple extra sticks on there. So yeah, yeah, I might make it a twin stick shooter. I think it would play better. As yeah, a twin stick. I, I, I like having the strafe option, but enabling it is a pain in the ass. Um, mm. And I either slow down the enemies or speed up the ships because you, yeah, it's, they- it's, it's just it feels really unbalanced. The game taunts you between each level, telling you that your ship is getting faster. I assure you. It's not. I would also lose the backgrounds or have backgrounds with better contrast between you and the enemies. Maybe later levels you could play with that sort of cheap mechanic where you have the backgrounds look like the enemies or have the same colors as the enemies. But I wouldn't have it as early as this game does. And also I would give more power-ups more often and have them last longer. I don't mind having limited power-ups that there's some sort of metric with the ammunition that you have. But I'd like to know what that is. This game doesn't tell you that. Yeah, it there's just, like no indicator for that. And I think in the, while you're playing, I didn't see any indication of how many credits I had left. I don't think I saw that either. Yeah. I, you know what? I saw. I, I did. I saw the at the uh, upper left hand corner. It shows you your ships. Okay, I was. I, well, no, I, I saw that, but I didn't see like a number of like credits I pumped in. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't believe I saw that either. Um, yeah. And I went into dip switches, and you can change the difficulty from normal to hard, so there is no easy. Um, and you can change the amount of lives you get per credit. That's basically it. Did How I, much there? I did notice that at 50,000 points, you will get an extra man's. I am kind of sad because there's one point where I, was, I had a good roll going. Mm. 97,200 high scores. Like, I could have used an extra man's. So who would you recommend this game to, if anyone? Uh, masochists. <laughs> Mario Paint fans. I bet Todd Rogers could get a high uh. score in this game. Uh, <laughs> that could get cut. That, that's not fair. Poor guy. Uh, what else? Yeah, this game is... It's not even for somebody who's into the bullet hell genre. I don't think. It's worth a try just because it's an interesting side evolution of what was going on at the time. But Sure. It's an interesting test bed for some mechanics that would pop up later on more prominently and more uh, smoothly. But sure. it's more an oddity than a, like a requirement. Yeah, I would definitely recommend Sinistar over it or even this game sequel, Nova 2001 over well, it. Well, this is the sequel. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. This got better. <laughs> If given the choice between this and Nova 2001, I would go with this, because it's prettier, and you have more than a, uh, it looks like a warp core is like the only background. Sometimes they change the direction of it. Right. Chris, would you return to this game? Like, if somehow I saw it in the wild, like, maybe, just for mm. giggles, or if I was in Japan. To share your experience with others. Yeah. Or if I, <laughs> if I somehow wandered into some weird, dusty Japanese basement where somebody kept one of these for some reason i would probably give a spin but right i'm not in any hurry i, I see i saw the whole thing we saw the ending I, well i saw the ending and i was like all right i'm i'm good yeah let's talk about the ending. so after you complete the game what happens chris it basically tells you to f off and get a life <laughs> it's great i love it i love it yeah well uh i know we both have it but why don't you read what the game says at the end including the hearts for apostrophes if possible goes a black screen goes to blinky text mode after uh, even if you don't get the smear party on the levels there's actually like a little like you hit the <laughs> oh warp 
<laughs> smear party. Yeah, the, your ship like kind of freaks out after you hit the warp hole or whatever, and yeah, it covers screen. But yeah, you, your little blinky text. Congratulations for you. You are the great, super, and most exclusive player. Boys, be ambitious. Without the games, let's try anything else. I sure do want to try anything else other than this game again. Uh, and then after that, it cuts to a screen like it's got the tech stats of the game, which is I'm like okay, thanks. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, the apostrophes are all hearts instead of a. For some reason. Yeah, but it's basically I guess it's telling guys to get out of the arcade and. Yeah, you've wasted hundreds of dollars on this game. Uh, now try to make love to someone. Yes. All right, let's give our one sentence reviews for Arc Area. I'll go first. A multi directional space shooter, remarkable for being so unremarkable. All right, yeah, my one sentence is If you like finger painting, you're going to love level 16 and 23. Yeah, I like yours better. Because yeah, it's 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 use the Mario Paint stamp as a pen. Hey man, we are all over the place. We're on Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, and you can find us by just doing a slash or an at or an r slash. We talk games, all one word. Join us at those places, and however you get this show, aside from just downloading it from our website directly, if you use like Stitcher or iTunes or TuneIn. Please go to those services, leave us a rating and review. It helps propagate the show and helps our numbers and helps us climb these lists so more people can find out about us. Yeah, and if you watch my play-alongs at youtube.com slash under the Arcade Meekly heading, I do link the episodes in the info section of those videos, so you have no excuse. Yes, do that. And if you don't want to suffer through Arc Area, guess what? Chris already did it for you. So go watch that video right now. It was late, but I was awake. So it's there, <laughs> there, there's, there's decent commentary. So for Chris Nico Bun, I am Kyle Von Kubik. Thank you very much for listening and tune in again next week. And we'll talk at you once more as we talk games Arcade Weekly.